Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Are you on your way to work this morning? You in the car? (laughs) You waiting in the lobby of your plane? You taking a train? (laughs) No pun intended. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of... The midweek muscle. Good morning. Or like I said, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening in, I appreciate you. Um, I have my voice back. Yay. Uh, I don't know, y'all. I feel like this episode, uh, I, I, there's so many things to talk about. But I really, I really just feel like, just to keep it simple, I really feel like this episode is geared towards uh, my entrepreneur spirited hearted and minded people out there. So I'm sorry, y'all, because I I usually talk about a goal-focused mindset and I usually talk about how to, um, you know, think about certain relationships or how to build or how to release or, you know, all those things. And that can apply to anybody anywhere. Um, But this week is is more, is, is more, focused and I'm sorry if it doesn't necessarily apply but as you know me anything can almost apply to every situation almost anything can apply to almost any situation so um so uh you know it's not I I I won't be talking about everything this week but uh at least just not in the way that we're used to how about that is that okay so my bad. If this is your is this your first time here? Because if it is, that was a mouthful and you I ain't even have to do all that. <laughs> I know. I welcome you. Thank you for being here. Like you have no idea how grateful I am if you're joining me for the first time. Um welcome. Uh this is a space created for you to download, interact, engage, spend time with yourself and your thoughts about how to overcome the things that are holding you up or holding you back from the greatness you could achieve. Now, that is all along those lines as long as you don't do one thing, one very, very important thing, as long as you don't give up on yourself. That's what it was created for. Of course, this podcast was created to inspire uh, peaceful and productive change, not just within you, but, you know, your external environment as well. Uh, But as we suggested last week and the week before, change could be all but peaceful. Um, So, you know, again, that ability to evolve because we all have that ability to do so, but what's holding us back um, from the evolution of what we could be and was holding us back from the evolution of what we dream to be. Um, so again, uh, welcome. I, I really, really thank you. And if you can't hear my excitement, I'm sorry. Like, uh, you know, I just, I just want, like, I'm, I'm taking a calm approach today, I guess, because usually I'm clapping and jumping. Uh, but, 
<laughs> there you get a lab. Um, but good morning. Uh, maybe my heebie-jeebies haven't shaken off me just yet. Heebie-jeebies when you feel like fuzzy in the morning. Um, I mean, I've been up, don't get me wrong, but you know, I haven't been talking much, but I do have a voice, so that's good. Less cracking. Um, so, so if you are listening, which you are, um, you are probably like me, a little sleep deprived. Yes. Overwhelmed at where to start. Heart racing over something. And if not any of those things, then your thinking is on overload. Does that sound like you? Does that sound like any of you out there? Because I basically described my life in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's think about it. Those ideas. All right. Those those things that you have in your mind. Uh, maybe you have an idea that you want to act on. Uh, and, and it's great. Uh, but you don't really have the partnership or the support or the network to uh, build into that idea or to move forward with that idea. Okay, that's scenario one. Uh, maybe you don't have an idea at all and you're still trying to figure it out. Like maybe you don't even know what your interests are. Maybe you do, but you're just kind of like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe you're still trying to figure it out. Um, the second scenario and then third scenario, maybe you have an idea, but are second guessing it. Like, you're like, I don't even know if this will work. Touche, I feel you. All of these places or all of these scenarios aren't the most comfortable of situations to be in. I know it because I feel it for myself, but all of them are able to be overcome. See, I saw a quote, I think, um, I can't even remember what I was doing. I was, I was getting some information. I was doing a little bit of research online and I came across this quote by E.E. E. Cummings. And the quote was, it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. And the reason why it takes courage is because one, becoming who you really are may mean that you're walking off of a comfortable path. Becoming who you really are means that it may not be in, aligned with what your family does. So you stepping into this new pathway, you know, they don't understand how to support you. Um, and they may talk against you for doing it because it's just foreign to them too. Becoming who you really are means that there's something within yourself that you even have to let go in order to walk in that direction. And there's one really, really big thing. Becoming who you really are requires faith and belief in yourself to do that. Um, so it, it, I believe in this quote <laughs> 10 times over. I'm like, oh, yes, I needed that. And like, it literally stopped me from our research and took me to like, oh, get some ideas down for your cats. Like, go ahead, like, do do that. Um, so I even remember, like, you know, there was a statement. 
uh, that I read several, several years ago, and it was in one of my studies, and, and I just remember it. It just stuck with me for some reason. I don't know why, because maybe it was speaking to me then that this is an area that, you know, your life will take you into, but I wasn't ready to accept it yet. So I don't know why I held on to this, but I guess I just did. So teachers out there, we hang on to stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I remember reading this statement a couple years ago, and the statement was simply that people who start their own businesses and fail are twice as likely to be hired for higher level positions in other places due to the sheer nature of having an idea, a casting, a vision, and executing it, and ultimately seeing it through its day-in and day-out operations. Hashtag skills, right? That's what they're looking for, those skills. And um, and so let that be a little piece of encouragement. I think that oftentimes we don't step out into or embark into new journeys because of that whole idea of failure. And failure is upon all of us. <laughs> but I think we have to start, I talk about this all the time. I think we have to start thinking about failure differently. If we can think about failure as a learning platform, you want failure to almost happen. Um, so that you can take the next step. Um, because if things weren't failures, then we'd stay exactly where we are. Um, and then there's this whole concept of evolving. Just because your concept doesn't, um, or idea, doesn't have the shape, same shape or form by its end result, doesn't mean that your first idea was bad. Um, and I think we have to stop thinking about those initial ideas as being bad and, and think about the think about the vision and think about where you want it to go. And as long as it's evolving and going in a direction where you're like, yes, I can I, I, I I'm proud of this, then you have to allow for that evolution to take place. Because sometimes what you start out with may not get you to the place where you want to with that idea. Sometimes things take Take shape and take form. Look at you. If you don't believe that, look at who you are. You, at one point in time, your family or your first boyfriend or girlfriend or your first friend had an idea of the person who you would become or what you would do. How close are you to that? Exactly. So don't try to try me this morning. I'm ready for you. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, but I kind of got sidetracked. But uh, back to that whole thing about the day-to-day -day skills. Um, uh, sorry, the day-to-day -day operations. You know, the, the whole idea around starting something, seeing it through and executing it, um, that requires a lot of skill. And not a lot of skill that a lot of people hold on to. Um, so that already puts you in a different category, which makes you, keyword, more marketable. More marketable to other employers if you decide that your idea is just not going anywhere and you're ready to uh, walk away from it. Which is totally okay. Because we have to know when it's time, right? I think about that with midweek muscle. Like, okay, so do I just keep going here or... Or what happens? What happens next? Uh, feel free to weigh in. Um, but anyways, also, uh, along those same lines, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship, check out some staggering 
uh, statistics that I've come across and that I've kind of did in my little nerdy math brain um, to like communicate this week is this right here. Um, this one was just provided. I just saw this. Um, Beyonce, uh, hip hop, R&B artist, songstress, songwriter, actress, you name it. She's probably done it. Queen Bay. Uh, she trained eight months for a two hour performance. Let's break that down even further, shall we? Eight months, which is approximately, and this is consistent on a 24 hour basis. We know that people do not work for 24 hours straight. So approximately that no more than this, uh, eight months is the equivalent of 5,000 760 hours, 5,760 hours. Now we know that she didn't work 24 hours a day. So that's the most she could have worked 5,760 hours for a two hour performance. What's that ratio for every hour of performance? The level of preparation that went in the max level of preparation that went into it was 2,000 880 hours. I'll let that sit there. Let's move on. Another another person uh, in the entertainment industry, Logic. You heard me talk about him last week. I absolutely am a big, big fan of Logic. And it was funny because as I was listening to some of his music, I came, uh, you know, when they talk in the intros or the outros and things like that, I, I, I hang around and listen sometimes. I don't know why, but I hang around and listen sometimes. And I found this crazy statistic out. Logic recorded over 1,700 songs, but only 150 of those songs had been released to the public. If you think about it, 1,700 songs, that's a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work. 92% of his work is unavailable or wasn't selected or put in, you know, archives for whatever moment in the future. Um, so you have to think about it. 92% of his work didn't make the cut. That didn't mean he stopped because he believed in what he was doing. And he talks about that in his music through and through. Um, so I, I mean, I, I'm such a logic fan. It's just, he's not talking about girls and shaking and dancing and, and drugs. He's talking about things that people really deal with mental health, um, having a dream. Like he says it a number of times, follow your dreams. Um, and I just love him so much because he's so down to earth and I don't even know. Um, okay. And so for my book nerdies, my nerdy book people, me, yay. No, I'm just kidding. You're not nerdy because you like books. Um, JK Rowling, y'all know who she is. She's the author of, um, She's critically acclaimed for her Harry Potter series. That's how we know her. But she has other works out there, too. She's just not a one one stop shop here. Um, J.K. Rowling, I actually follow her for a lot of her um, guidance on creative works uh, because obviously I'm in that lane. Um, I'm not necessarily an author yet, um, but I'm not I'm in that lane. Um, and so she had this quote and, uh, it's along this lines, just because it didn't find an audience that doesn't mean it's bad work. Even if 
It isn't the piece of work that finds an audience. It will teach you things you could have learned no other way. If we think about that, the first Harry Potter book, originally called Philosopher's Stone, that was it, was rejected eight times before it was published. Yes, all 223 pages. So she goes on to say, do not ever quit out of fear of rejection. Because as she finished um, saying, and, and I think so many of us quit or don't even try because of the fear of rejection, let alone quit. And so many times when you're onto a breakthrough, so many negative things will come your way to the point where you're like, everything is being thrown at me, plus the kitchen sink, I quit. You know, that's, I kind of feel like that too. But do not ever quit because people will reject you. Rejections are going to come as soon as you start stepping into that new person who you're trying to evolve into. Uh, rejection is going to come as soon as you start on something new that people are not used to you doing. Why? Because it takes courage to grow up, right? So she finished saying the discipline involved in finishing a piece of creative work is to be proud of yourself because at that moment, and this is what I mentioned before, at that moment, you went from someone who thought of to someone who just might to someone who's trying to someone who ultimately did it, regardless of the outcome. So love you for that, J.K. Rowling. You are the bomb. And thank you because I needed all those words this morning. I need all those words for through next year. Hashtag roadmap to 2020. That's what I'm working on. Um, what's your roadmap look like? Your plan, your guidance, all of that. So a uh, real life example here. I find myself resting. And, and so for all of that, I said all of that to say this, I have a real life example. I find myself resting in between the crosshairs of unsure and crazy, right? I sit down and I think to myself, like, I might be crazy a little bit. Um, <clears throat> because I start taking things on that maybe I shouldn't, I don't know. <clears throat> or at least I start taking things on um, that seem extremely just undoable, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, I, I was accepted. <laughs> I was accepted into an accelerator, like a mini version. Um, it's, it's, uh, think Shark Tank, accelerator Shark Tank, uh, where you prepare your idea or business for launch. Okay, cool. Right. Until I was asked to deliver on this question, what problem are you trying to solve? And in my mind, I went from owning everything that I did with midweek muscle and all those little one-offs that I've been doing and here and there, like I've been owning all of my work. Like, yeah, I did this and this and this to in one fell swoop questioning all of it. Like that one single solitary question went, took me from owning what I, what I did and all the things that I've done to questioning everything. And so other side of me is like, oh shit, I thought I had a bomb idea until I have to answer this question because in my mind, I feel like I'm solving, trying to solve some problems, but maybe I'm not. Uh, but so now I rest in that insecurity, uh, and a little bit of fear, if we're being honest, uh, and the mini accelerator, it starts on Monday, next week. Yes. So 
I, I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted. But um, it's like having your work fine-tuned by people who have been there and done it. And it, it, it only gets, like, I, I know that my work will only get sharper and my ideas will only get sharper. But it's, you're in front of firing squad and who really wants to stand in front of that? Um, but look, uh, like my eight-year-old son in his taekwondo, like he's learning three taekwondo forms and three techniques all at once. And I'm like, his little brain can't do that. But yes, it can. You see people do amazing things all the time. Yes, it can. And he's doing it. But every single time he does it, he gets nitpicked and critiqued and critiqued even more. And to fathom that at eight years old is just, he broke down and started crying yesterday. And I'm like, why are you crying? He's like, it's just so hard. I said, baby, everything that you do from this moment forward is going to be hard. But do you believe in yourself? He said, yes. I said, do you believe that you can do it? He said, yes. I said, do you believe you can still have fun? He said, yes. I said, well, then it's worth the hard. So even at eight, it's hard to fathom. So if we're not used to training ourselves in our mindsets, that even at 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, that anything you set out to do new will be hard. But as long as you know that you can and you believe that you can and you believe that you can have fun, you will. So I need to be taking pages out of those books and I need to be aware that my fears and insecurities will corner my productivity if I allow it to be. So look at people, whatever it is, it won't be the best always. It won't be perfect always. It may not even be wildly successful. When I say wildly successful, it may not be successful on a global or on a national or even on a tri-state basis. It might be just within your community. And guess what? Even if it's just within your community, it's done amazing things already. You have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with that. But if we can identify and if we can learn our areas of vulnerability, we can critique, we can learn, we can adjust, and we can ultimately continue to produce because that's what we're here for. Like I said, it takes courage to grow up to be the person who you're meant to be. And that's the hard part, good people. It's much easier said than done. You are watching me walk through this path. We've been on a three-year journey here. You're watching me walk on this path and, uh, you have to believe in you before you could ever expect the world to. This was pretty long. On that note, I, I won't keep you any longer. All I will do is send you into the world understanding this. You have to believe in yourself before you expect the world to. Hashtag hearts up. I hope I wish safe journeys on wherever you go and wherever you are and wherever you anticipate on going today and for the rest of this week. And remember, critique is good. Evolving is good. You holding yourself back? Mm, not so much. Until next time, good people. Same time, same, well, maybe not the same time, but same day next week. Yes, we got that. I love you guys. I wouldn't be here without you. And I salute you. I hope you guys tune in next week 
And if this message wasn't for you, I get it. I understand. It was kind of narrow scoped. Um, if you gave it a chance and it still wasn't for you, please don't be hoarders of a good message. Please send it to someone who could use a good word. And if you did like it, I'd love to hear about it. Email me, jz at midweekmuscle.com or hit me up, Facebook, Instagram at the Midweek Muscle, Twitter at Midweek Muscle. I love y'all. Hearts up. Have a great week. And as always, let's go.